One of the things that we strive to do at Untap Personal Training is ensure that training matches the expected and desired outcomes of the athlete. To that end, drills and exercises are often selected based on a linear relationship to an outcome, as in cause and effect. There's an art to exercise selection, and we're not going to get into that today, but we are going to get into exercise loading, and more specifically, time under tension and duration of efforts on the part of the athlete. The reason this is such an important consideration is because you often see athletes performing exercise durations during workouts that don't necessarily reflect the expectation of the sports they're competing in. And this can be a problem once they are in competition for obvious reasons. And not the least of these is because it can create an undertrained or an overtrained athlete because the volume of training was either too little to be effective or too great to recover from. How do we correct this? Our main goal in training, regardless of the modality, it, it should always be to mimic competition. To use a boxing example, a high-level pro boxer is required to fight multiple three-minute rounds and they get 60 seconds of rest in between rounds. Ideally, training reflected that kind of effort and the time under tension as well as the associated rest interval. If training did that, the boxer will come into their fight truly and well prepared. But there are some coaches who will shorten rest intervals during training like in between sparring rounds in the hopes of building greater fitness in the boxer or on occasion you will also get coaches who will extend the rounds past three minutes and they're trying to achieve something similar. The problem is, is that neither approach works all that well because it doesn't take into consideration that the athlete, the systems within the athlete, as far as their physiology are concerned, respond best to specificity and there's a general adaptation process that takes place when you're training somebody. Specificity in training is non-negotiable. Your training absolutely must reflect what your expectations are within a competition. If you don't respect those specific outcomes, the athlete risks not being properly prepared. When a boxer spends an inordinate amount of time doing drills and exercise outside of the scope of their athletic needs, as in three minute rounds and 60 second breaks, chances are better than average that they will not be able to meet the requirements of their sport on the day that they compete. When that happens, they either lose or they perform well below their potential. All that is to say, you need to audit your sport for these things and match your training to your findings. Is aerobic exercise good for a boxer? Yes. Longer than three minutes? Of course. Is high intensity interval training good for a boxer? Yes. Shorter than three minutes? Of course. Neither of those yeses is necessarily for the reason people intuitively think. We do the aerobic exercise to improve recovery between rounds during that 60 second break. We do the intervals to improve anaerobic bursts, but those both need to take place within the parameters of a boxer's requirements, the aforementioned three minutes on, one minute off. This applies to any athletes competing in any timed event. You have to look at your sport. Look at the competitive needs of your sport and then match your training to those needs within that sport. Anything else is guesswork and it's hard to become a good athlete when you're just guessing at the process.